Hey, this is Nick from A Sound Like Wolves, and you're listening to the Metal Teddy Bear Experience podcast. The Metal Teddy Bear Experience has begun. And welcome back to the Metal Teddy Bear Experience podcast right now. This is your host, Chris. We got my boy, Jesse. What's up, dude? Yo, how's it going? We have a special guest this week. We have Nick Boltz, the vocalist of Ascent Like Wolves. What's up, man? How you doing today? I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, excited to you know, kind of dive into this and uh, get the ball rolling. Where are you calling in from right now? Um, near Lancaster, Pennsylvania. All right. So, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're based out of New Jersey, so right there. It's funny okay. when you like you look online, you see the bands like, oh, from Pennsylvania, from California. Then you talk to them, they're like, oh, I'm in Spain right now, dude. <laughs> <You have to laughs> wish, Everyone's like yeah. somewhere else right now. So I wish I was like in Spain or you know, like literally anywhere else. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter where. I'll be in New Jersey with you guys. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, my uh, man. No. Yeah, <laughs> right, right now. New Jersey's kind of like locked down though right now. It's like uh, I mean we're opening up a little bit. How's Pennsylvania? Uh, same shit. Yeah, I mean, um, slow to open, but I think they're getting there uh, very soon uh, with uh, some things. So actually, crazy. I just saw this right before hopping on here. Metal Injection posted it. The governor of um, Texas said that there's no mask mandate for the whole state and shows can open up at capacity. Jeez yeah jeez i think wednesday he said um that's and a wild one wow yeah because he said that uh he's not going to relegate business anymore if they want they can make their own decisions like if they want to have like 10 percent capacity that's up to them if they want to have masks you know it's really up to them wow. so I was, I was like that is crazy that, that's pretty wild i uh, hope it works out for him <laughs> <laughs> i will be waiting a few months and <laughs> if it works yeah, out right. i'll go to texas if somehow no one gets extra covid all right. Next, next Wednesday, I found it. It's super COVID. Edition. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah, I mean, crazy right there. And then Mississippi also, uh, they, you know, they, they do the same thing. They're running, uh, lifting the mandates tomorrow. Jeez. Yeah, it's not. So you guys, are you guys going to be playing a show in Texas? Never Mike? have. <laughs> I never have Mississippi. Um, I probably like drove through that state like a hundred miles an hour. You know, like. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, um uh definitely we've played um a couple shows in uh texas um cool state to play in um i think last time was like south by so what um oh, cool. okay. on, like the opening night um very special show is my birthday um and that's about all i remember after the show <laughs> so it was a great birthday <laughs> yeah it was a great time yeah we played with um like outline and color and uh someone else uh, I wish I could remember, but I, I <laughs> just kind of, you know, um, kind of blacked out after a while. Fair enough. Good time. It's your yeah, birthday, like though. You're allowed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, birthday, exactly. you're on tour. That's that's what you're supposed to do. Like, dude, Rob's yeah. birthday is on Mayhem Fest because he has mm -hmm. a summer birthday. So every time he played Mayhem Fest, he went all out. And I think one time they had like a, a costume party or something for it. He was like dressed up as a in a dress and all that and with makeup. It was hysterical. Okay. There you go. You get one Rob dress went for your hard. birthday. <laughs> yeah i love um birthday shows they're extra special um, yeah <clears throat> how, do you, how do you feel about like texas opening up 
are you one that wants to get back as quick as possible? Or are you one that want to wait for basically everyone to, you can go anywhere. You don't want to be like state by state. It's like, we well, can go to tour two states or do you rather wait for everything to open up in COVID kind of um, maybe be yeah. more under control? Yeah. It's, it's hard to, it's just really hard. I mean, um, I, I would prefer if more states would be open um, and it kind of being a more publicly accepted thing to go back touring um, or playing yeah. shows. Cause if I feel like if you would do it now, you're kind of doing a, almost like an injustice to people <laughs> that um, have been sick. And, you know, or a, I, I just think, um, you know, you probably need a little weight, a little bit more um, just to, to when it finally curtails and stuff like that. Um, but um, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm stoked to go back and play shows. I just feel like, um, like when the time is like absolutely right. And um, yeah. I feel like just cases have gone down and, they get to that point where it's, you know, I, I mean, I'm not sure like how you even feel about that. It's going to be weird to um, even go into like any show that even not even my show um, and just kind of stand in the room and uh, you know how they used to be, you know, packed the, packed it's going to be meals. goofy. It's going to be weird. Yeah. You're going to be yeah. like, Whoa, like, what the fuck am I doing in here? Like straight up will be, you know, sick afterwards or like out of commission. Especially um, when a fan comes up to you, goes like, yo man, great show like this. And you're like, do I do I not? it's like you exactly know. yeah everyone's you know everyone's sweaty the people like that are extra sweaty always oh, yeah. um you know because they've been like the pit the whole night yeah and then they're like you know shirtless usually afterwards like oh man good set <laughs> you know, man. they're all all up on you and like thanks man like so crowd I mean, surfing too you know coming at you <laughs> yeah exactly yeah they've been like they've been every inch of the venue floor you know what I mean <laughs> like just like everywhere you can think of this dude's body's been um in the course of you know like three hours so how long do you think before mics and fans mouths come back like sing this fucking shit yeah <laughs> like no one's doing that dude the first like i, I they think the do first, that like, they have to clorox it each time yeah. it's like, like yeah I mean, this. <laughs> you just switch the mics disinfect this real quick all right <laughs> yeah definitely uh, i have like a Sennheiser wireless side would never, I never do that in the first place half the time. Cause I'm, I'm too afraid of fucking losing it. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, the person grabs it, doesn't give it back. It up and then I'm <laughs> fucked for the rest of the tour or something like that. Um, so, you know, if I'm using like a house mic, um, yeah, definitely. We'll have to like lice all that shit or, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like shit, swap out the heads in between like fucking song. You guys have been great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next song is, um, yeah, here we go. <laughs> are you, are you going to start? One second. This is stuck. God damn. Safety <laughs> first. Safety first. Yeah, I, I've encountered some nasty, like, uh, club mics, um, you know, that. Ugh. Yeah, I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine. Like, I've never sang, sung on stage at, like, worn on tour, so I can't imagine. But I remember seeing Dillinger, and I think Greg put the mic in his mouth to, like, scream into it. And I was like, that's dope. And at the second, I was like, the second after I thought it was dope, I was like, Glad you did it for the show. Kind of gross. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. yeah. I hope <laughs> it's his like, mic. <laughs> well, it's yeah, his mic now. Well, <laughs> it's his mic now. Exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be using that one after that. There's way like, too many things you can get after that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's why I use my own mic um, for like stuff like that. Uh, yep. It's just um, not as gross. I mean, my mic's pretty gross, but like it's my gross. Yeah. But it's yeah. your, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How is like, does that thing? I always thought, like, uh, does it fail on you like frequently or is it pretty like good just because you no, keep it in good condition? Yeah, mine's been, um, 
mine's been great. You know, I've, uh, I've taken it to other countries and stuff and, you know, it's held up fairly well. Oh, good. Um, I'm assuming yeah. you bring a backup too, right? Yeah, we do have uh, like a whole backup system, yeah, yeah. um, in place just in case one of them fails. Of course. Um, so yeah, there's always backup mics like in like the rig or whatever. <clears throat> I, I feel bad if you didn't. We just called you out. You have a backup, right? No. No. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like dude, nope. sent like wolves, not prepared for the worst. <laughs> I mean, we, we've had some some crazy shit happen in shows. So I mean, um, we always manage to pull it through though and um, you know, finish the set on a on a positive note at least, you know. Yeah. Um, but you're gonna get shows like that where you know, some piece of equipment just fucks up and you're just kind of stuck doing whatever you got to do. Um, oh, dude. To, what uh, about... Uh, I forgot it was a bad... I think it was Periphery. I think it was, like, when they were younger, mm-hmm. but they tore open for Dream Theater and they have, like, a lot of backing tracks. I don't know how you guys, if you guys have, like, a laptop running, like, backing tracks and stuff, but yes, a lot yeah. of their stuff is a lot of backing tracks, a lot of click tracks, is it, you know, and apparently they only had one laptop at opening for Dream Theater in Europe and it failed. Like, at the first song, they were just like, Hey, man. And they're like, ah, <laughs> yep. I was like, oh, my, my God. <laughs> my band has it, been there. Yeah. Oh, dude, um, I couldn't imagine. They're like, yeah, we have two laptops now. This is like, <laughs> yeah, we, we, this is like, it's like, especially opening for Dream Theater. If you're a prog metal band, it's like kind of like the, like the prog metal band. It's like, fuck. And John Petrucci apparently came over like a dad. He's like, hey, guys, don't let that happen again, though, huh? All right. So, yeah. <laughs> it's just like really friendly. It's like. Yeah, dude, he didn't yell at us, but we're fucking shit in our pants. It's yep. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah, it's always a bummer when um, laptop shits out. Um, the one I'm actually zooming on right now, um, I had, and it was our like our main source of like backtracks, and um, we were playing an outside festival, and oh. it was just too hot, and it just fucking broke. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we, we had a backup. It wasn't a laptop. It was like a, another kind of rig we used with like a mixer. Um, so we just used that for like the rest of the tour. But yeah, this thing was uh, toast um, for a while. Um, At least you got it fixed now. <laughs> yeah, it's fixed now. And it's, you know, it's doing its best it can. It's like, you know, like a decade old maybe. So oh, it's, it's still hanging in there. Well, we went this whole time. Let's drop the new album you guys just put yeah, right. out. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, that little thing, right? The third record, or I should say third studio album, Mystic Auras. Um, it came out February 19th. Um, we are Triumphant Records. Uh, I know this is your third record, and I know every band is so excited for it, but why are you excited for it? Um, I'm stoked on it because, you know, it uh, really showcases my vocal ability, Um in our last album and EP, you know, I was uh, venturing into like doing some like more clean vocals and uh, melodic parts. And this one, I really kind of take control of it. Um, you know, I do choruses now. Uh, it's a really a neat dynamic because me and my brother are both like both vocalists, and you know, he does swaps with cleans, and then we see swaps with like screams. And it's there's just so many um, options we can do. It's just uh, nice to, you know, just um, just. I guess spice it up. I don't know. Yeah. Um, in terms of like metal, it's a really weird phrase to use, but that's what I came <laughs> Um Yeah. So vocally, I just feel like this is probably my biggest accomplishment personally. Um, and I'm really stoked that people, you know, can hear it and are, are enjoying it. Well, you mentioned like you and your brother do the vocals on it. And I noticed that like you came in the band in 2012 and he was in the band in 2010. So like, did, mm-hmm. did he not know you could sing when you when you made this band or something? Or did he, like, no, recruit you? Like, how did it happen? So, um, 
we were recording our first album uh and the story goes with um carson slovak um in atrium audio a really good producer um i think they're building a new studio now as we speak um but um yeah he just he was like like i really wanted uh like a guest vocalist on this song but like we have like this blank part in here like uh, he's like can someone just like go in here and just like jump on in the in the mic booth and just like kind of yell this part and um that's exactly what i did <laughs> i just kind of went in there um crushed like four lines and um yeah it, it, it sounded good so it's pretty much like the whole story and that's how you learn that he's like oh shit he's great <laughs> let's get him in yeah. on this <laughs> he, yeah, exactly. he, ha- he has it oh my god he has it. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i you know, uh, it's probably my best take to this day. Yeah, <laughs> <This is> just, <laughs> take, I'm like, damn, I'll never be like, like that on point again. Yeah, but uh, I mean, um, yeah, definitely, um, kind of like an origin story for me um, in the band. Uh, just doing that, like that one part, and it's like, well, you should probably like take over some like more screaming, so I can like focus on just like um, melodies and like choruses and shit. <laughs> um, you know, like the the singer shit you know choruses gotcha so yeah um that's how I, that's my intro into the band and you know i was like always a fan um to begin with but it was nice to um i guess just join and just see what it was all about you know i never really considered myself like a musician um up until like that point and then as i keep progressing i just feel more and more in tune with like the music world well, so what's like the roles in the band? Because you guys have a, you know, I mean, there's five members, right? Like, wh- like, what do you guys do? Who's like the main writer? Who's the guy, like the idea guy? You know, like Jesse's always the idea guy in like our group, you know, our dynamic. Like, yeah. what's it for you guys? Um, so we have, um, his name's Jeff. He's our guitarist, like OG guitarist. Um, he doesn't do any touring, but he still kind of like works on riffs and um, writes songs. Um, you know, just everyone kind of inputs nowadays. Uh Blake, our other guitarist, um, has, you know, is really expanding into like a writing mode too. But um, I say Jeff and my brother Al are like the main, like, um, kind of like writing components in terms of like instrumentally and lyrically. Um, at least in the beginning, uh, more so than like me and him take over lyrical components now. But I think big part is uh, Jeff, our guitarist, kind of like just makes these crazy songs and then we kind of put our own thoughts into the song and it becomes um you know a track on the album and how long did you guys work on this album oh man um i think we started recording like maybe march 2019 um for like a first like first batch of songs like maybe three or four and then we kind of went back in october of 2019 and finished a vast majority of it um and then is that because of the pandemic kind of <clears throat> i mean i know the pandemic is like pa- the past year but that's delay. yeah so yeah it basically did like once <clears throat> kind of like march rolled around like this time last year um you know shit was <laughs> shit was starting to get canceled and yeah. just you know it was a terrible time for the music industry um so we kind of delayed our plans to release it in 2020 and kind of pushed it to the beginning of 2021 um we did go back into the studio i think a day in july or two to kind of just put some finishing touches on it it's just weird going back because you know it was like right in the middle of uh covid stuff and masks and social distancing it's just a weird thing to do in like a studio um so 
yeah, it was recorded, I, I guess, a long time ago, but it's because of COVID, we you know got delayed, and then, um, but yeah, it's finally out now. So, <laughs> thank, God. thank God, bro. Yeah, that's good. I felt bad for a lot of bands that mm-hmm. like uh, pushed it back because of COVID. Like, I knew a lot of bands actually had it done. Like, you guys seemed like you basically had it done, <laughs> but just I yep. guess didn't want to release it where you couldn't do anything with it, right? Until yeah, exactly. Um, we didn't want to release it when um the plan was kind of up in the air how to market it it's like well you know like our show's gonna be back then like i mean they're still not even though we decided like a long time ago to release it on the date of february we kind of like maybe hoped by then um i think that was maybe back in july as well we kind of set that date up um but yeah it's just hard to hard to predict so i mean you can only uh sit on an album for so long uh, before you kind of get bored with it and you just want people to hear it. So you have to create a whole new marketing plan and just kind of push what you can. Yeah. You also don't want to do that thing where I feel like, you know, you're, you're in a band, you've recorded records. You probably say this. Eventually you get tired of the record, right? Especially yeah. when you play it live. It's like, you'd always still, you want that fresh energy. Like you feel great. I'm going to say when you do a new record, it's like, these are the mm-hmm. songs I want to show people. And it's like a year goes by. It's like, <laughs> I might not care about these songs as much anymore. It's like, come on, I kind of wanted to hear what people thought. And then you kind of go like, I, you, I'm assuming you guys kept writing. So it's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I got this weird thing where it's like, I have these new tracks that it's going to be even longer for people to hear because now it's like, we still got to release this album. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, um, you know, it's just, it is what it is at that point. We kind yeah. of had the whole album um, track listing down and, um, just how everything we how we wanted the whole album to sound start start to finish was cemented into place and then it kind of just has to stay that way until you can get a uh like a marketing plan going uh we released like singles um from like october to january to kind of like uh hype people's interests up um but yeah it's just uh how it turned out um i'm glad it turned out that way (laughs) well it's here now it sounds awesome it's here now yeah it's 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 here (laughs) <laughs> it's 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 here yeah, well, i think here. it was really really cool it's like i saw how many guest spots you had and for yeah, people was... who don't know you had matt from uh well he's formerly of novelist and now i think he's still in the band salem you had brian from currents you had jt yep. from era and then you had um Booker from make them suffer like how'd you get all those people like they just friends you just hit them up uh how'd it go yeah, so, uh, you know, like a vast majority of them are like we've played at least a, a few shows with before. So um, recruiting for like all that stuff started like a long time ago, too, um, especially, you know, Matt from Novelist. Um, we played a show with him, I think, at Philly uh, Voltage Lounge, and um, he was very sick on the show. And that's my what my brother does. He kind of just like um, nurtures those connections and uh, it just keeps in touch. And then when we have, we think we have a spot in the song um, that's good for a person, we kind of reach out and be like, hey, you want to like, uh, you know, jump on this and like put your input in? Um, usually they'll say yes. And then um, it just goes from there. But um, yeah, Matt was very cool. Uh, his part, uh, he killed it. Um, probably one of my favorite parts on the album, to be honest. Um, but uh, let me see. JT same way you know we just kind of like reached out to him like hey man like we have this part in the song we're really trying to get like a lot of collabs on this album just to make it um just have people interested in it like as as many people as possible 
kind of like what, what they do on like rap albums and shit. Yeah, uh, dude, stuff. I was gonna say, I mean, no bands never do it. <laughs> yeah, Josta yeah, always I mean, talks about that from Hatebreed, he, and that's why he always is like, "Oh, metal should do that more often." And that's how I really got excited when you did these because it's not like you just had random people; you had like really good people on the record, really good artists mm-hmm. and bands. Yeah, so I mean, it's I think it's important. Um, I just uh, never really understood like why like uh, you know metal bands don't really kind of like dig deeper and just get people on their songs. I mean, it, it can only really kind of enhance, enhance yeah. some, I mean, very rarely does it bring a song down. Like where you're like, wow, that guy, yeah. that so, guy so. it yeah. comes in and just ruins <laughs> it. <laughs> so, you guys had Ryu too from Crystal Lake, right? Yeah. He was on um, our previous EP spirit vessel. Um, yeah, that was geez. sick. Very cool guy. Um, you know, like probably one of my top favorite people of all time. Um, Dude, what a gangster of a vocalist too! Holy yeah, shit! That's what I meant. Like you guys just keep crazy. getting all the best guys. Yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, um, he was definitely. I remember when his feature came in, like whenever like he got the song done, I was like, I was like, holy fuck, man! Like, <laughs> like, uh, like straight up, uh, cool dude. He even got. Um, I think it was like our last. I think our last day of tour in Japan, and. Um, he came out and actually you know, did his fucking part like on stage. Um, that was awesome. Like that day. Yeah, like in like Japan. I was like, fuck. I, like, he had like a show, like an outdoor show that was canceled that day due to like heavy rain. So um, okay. I guess he like surprises. I only found out like like the last, like second to last fucking song that he was like, oh yeah, he's in the fucking building. I'm like, what? Kidding <laughs> 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 me, bro? That's so so awesome. um, yeah, it was great to, um, you know, perform, um, perform like a song like that with him. Um, but yeah, I mean the the people on like this album, even like um like JT Bryan, like my brother knows pretty well, um so he's like just reached out to him like like hey can you guys like you know fucking lay down a slammer here? <laughs> They're from um, Pennsylvania too, right? Um, I thought so. I think they're mostly JT. That's hard to say. I think there are a lot of them for like Alabama area. To be honest, oh, I messed up. <laughs> like the JT is up here a lot. I think maybe they are from. PA. I thought JT was wasn't he a part of what, what was the band Hook Line and Sinker? They made that song. Damn it, oh, Texas just, and Fly. Yeah, weren't they? Because they were friends with like August Burns Red and stuff, and they're in yeah. PA. So I thought they all kind of were around there, unless he was he a is, man. But I know he, I know he lives in Alabama. So oh. maybe, maybe he lived up here. I, I don't know the whole dude, whole dude, thing. That but, guy's a gangster, yeah. man. Like yeah, like like Chris said, like these the people you got on this album. Yeah, and also you think it's like going back to the why metal bands don't besides maybe just extra work of just reaching out you think it's like kind of like an ego kind of thing of people not wanting to let you know people touch their stuff and also metal isn't just as like you don't do like just verses right it's like hey come and do a verse it's like in rap where it's like literally we just got a verse man just come say whatever you want like yeah, little dicky uh, about save that money like literally the guy who uh featured on it just sang about nothing about saving money he even jokes about it in the song it's like Dude, none of this is about saving money. Let's go to the next verse. It's just like you just don't do that in metal. It's like this is about heartache. He's like, yo, can I sing about like getting bitches? It's like, no, wait a minute. This is like, wait a minute. Yeah, I mean, um, I hard to say, but yeah, I, I would say like a lot of like the metal stuff, maybe like maybe ego related or um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why it's always like so separate. 
Um, yeah. Or people want to save stuff for them, right? Especially like yeah. riffs and stuff where it's like, oh, you want to come through solo? Right. Or, yeah, like, no, nah, I want to save for my stuff. Yeah, like, I oh. think it's not, I mean, just my opinion on it. I don't think it's more ego. I think kind of people are like, I want to put out my thing, kind of, you know, yeah. like this is my representation of what, how I feel kind of thing. But I feel like yeah. you could have someone guest on that too and make it just as important. Yeah, exactly. Yep. No doubt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the theme we're going for vocalists is we tried to um, get people from around the world for this one or just from, you know, different regional parts of a, a country, uh, you know, so we really tried to, um, you know, just see uh, just different perspectives on songs from people who lived uh, around the world and like did metal around the world, stuff like that. So, that's um, awesome. yeah, so that's, that's what we were kind of going for the vibe where it's like, you know, um, no matter what city you are, you have a, you know, like a, like a lyrical standpoint um, that you can kind of stamp in an album and then kind of, we can just put it all together and make one, solid cohesive effort yeah and also just mm. marketing wise like even if you know people don't even like each other it's just kind of intelligent to do just like everyone's just yep. collecting their because even if like they don't like era doesn't era fan of era knows none of those bands mm-hmm. now you know like it's like oh shit Seth, yeah, like exactly. wolf's novelist what the hell like you just kind of yeah, yeah. start getting all like damn like this is what a, what a crazy uh fucking lineup we got here <laughs> yeah <laughs> that type of thing so um yeah, it was just um, really important, I think, um, that we kind of just got as many people on board with this um, to market it correctly and uh, just uh, make it a unique project. It's awesome. I will say, dude, especially that first track, well, the one after the intro. Yeah. Goddamn. I was just like, I was like, holy shit, this is a banger. <laughs> Absolutely. It well, had like that modern play. take. I couldn't point what bands like it kind of like era like it sounded like maybe like early 2010s kind of thing but like a modern take i was like so i i couldn't pinpoint all the influences i was like dude this is dope as shit i didn't know this was like it was such a i don't know i just praising you basically i'm not even asking a question <laughs> just like damn <laughs> yeah I, I love um i love eastern lights um really good song um you know that's why we chose that song to release first from the album because it kind of hit every every note you know like, like every yeah. bullet points like okay check 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 like this is <laughs> this is like what, like a <laughs> yeah exactly this is like a certified <laughs> banger like basically it's and um yeah really proud of that song and how it turned out just the whole structure of it um is appealing to people and um yeah the guitars crush uh drums are great i yeah i mean it's just uh production wise it's a really great song don't your sell yourself short. All the vocals on it too are crushing. <laughs> Every single scream and sing. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like literally, if that yeah. was the best song on that album mm-hmm. and every other song sucked, that would still be a great album. Like it just <laughs> like, and then the rest of the songs are, are great too. So it's like, holy shit! <laughs> it's like, goddamn. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I did the chorus in that one, so that was like one of the first times I kind of uh, me and my brother kind of switched roles, and like he did a lot of the um, you know like unclean vocals, and then I did the choruses and shit um so yeah it was fun to um like switch it up and like it sounds like badass because i mean he was skeptical doing the chorus because like he's like ah man i just don't think this fits my voice like this like the chorus here this would not work he's like yeah you should probably do it i was like you fucking sure dog like (laughs) it's like a big chorus chorus here i can tell you know you can tell 
like a big chorus. He, we, you can't hear it in the IMB. You hear it in like the instruments where it's like, this has to be a big chorus here because there's a lot of drawn yeah. out bits. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it worked out fine. I think it's, yeah, it sounds badass and, um, you know, people like it. Uh, so I'm very happy. It's awesome. Would you say no. that was your favorite on the tra- the record? Um, yeah, I'd say Easter Lights is probably like one of my favorite songs, at least. And uh, Aquamarine, the last track, um, also a favorite of mine. Um, which one yeah, was the most two. difficult? Most difficult? Um, to record, <laughs> to write, to perform? Which way? However you look at it. And um, I'd say, I'm trying to think here. Probably Death Effect. That's a fucking crazy song. (laughs) (laughs) Instrumentally, it's like all like just very erratic, and um, vocally, like I do like all the fucking vocals on that song. So it's very like tough just to you know um, just do like a playthrough with that with all the fucking screaming and you know the choruses. Um, Yeah, definitely. Did you have to like take multiple takes for that or something like that, or just like breaks? Like, how do you tackle that? Yeah, so it was definitely um, multiple takes. I might have, I might did like all the screaming first, and then just eventually the next day did the uh, singing for it. Um, Usually we split them up between days, um, like like screaming days and like uh, singing days. Yep, Uh, that works the best. Um, Usually, I think usually actually singing we do first because then you know. It's just, you don't want to do a screaming day and the next day be like the singing day. You're like, yo, my voice is shot type of thing. Um, they just fi- finish recording the singing. Now you could shred your vocal cords. Go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> it would happen with my voice a lot. If I kind of stayed dormant for like half an hour after screaming, I, I couldn't get back to the level <laughs> that I was at. I'd just be like kind of like hoarse the whole time. And, um, you could tell on recordings, like, you know, it would be like a hundred percent. Then I'd have to stop and maybe like come in like the next day or something like that and do it. Um, but yeah, a death effect, definitely. Um, one of the toughest ones. It was just like so much shit in there. <clears throat> Damn. It's well, it's with that too. Is like, is it because of recording now? It's just very intensive. You're doing a lot of takes, you're doing a lot of songs in a row. Do you ever mm-hmm. have that problem on the road? Do you have to take like days where you're not talking as much and stuff, or are you pretty good on the road with, uh, your voice? Yeah, I'm fairly, I'm fairly good on the road with my voice. Um, it's just when recording, you have to do so. I have to do like so many fucking takes of one line. Like one yeah. line will be, yeah, you know, it'd be like five words, and like I'll have to do probably like you know five takes of like the line at like full force. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> and then it's like the next, <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's just done. It's just done that way. Um, Grant McFarland is like our like vocal sensei, so he just likes to as many takes as he can and he'll kind of like tune out the best one and then just like put the rest as backings um that's awesome actually that's cool so damn <laughs> yeah he, that guy's a wizard um <laughs> carson and Grant, they're literally wizards um you know they they worked with a whole bunch of you know they've worked with like abr uh they're doing era's new album they did like moss to flames uh record that came out last year um All so the heavyweights yeah, yeah, I mean they they and they and they're in like their own like uh, Star Wars band, Galactic Empire. Oh, so, really? Like, okay. Yeah, they, they it's um, guys. <laughs> yeah, Boba Fett, the drummer, that's Grant, and then Carson is the stormtrooper bass guy. 
So <laughs> dude, they nailed that fucking Star Wars sound with the dueling guitars and the melodies and that. They're holy they're, shit. They're 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 fucking incredible, my man. Yeah. <laughs> they're like they're on like another plane of like existence with music and stuff and what they can do and like with their <clears throat> with their ears and stuff. They just I don't know, they you know, we even working them for them for uh working with them for like ten ever since the inception of the band pretty much and like they've every year they've just like risen <laughs> done greater things you know so um yeah it's 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 great working with them they kind of flesh out our best sides um musically and they always have a lot of good input um to make a song better to like uh so, save your vocals a little bit on tour like do you use the honey and uh tea method i know that's a famous one by uh uh matt and trivium yeah i mean I do try just that, beer. like the, <laughs> just straight beer, or maybe liquid. You know what, like, yeah, some <laughs> sometimes like straight just beer is <laughs> the best method, or like liquor. It's so stupid because it doesn't make any sense. But it's like, you know, once I have like if like I'll do like you know like a shot or two of whiskey or something like that, and I'll be like all fired up, like ready to go. Then, <laughs> um, but if I spend the whole day drinking like tea and honey, I'm like bum fucking shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, straight, like, <laughs> yeah. I just the straight hops, up it helps the vocals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. It's just alcohol just kind of helps you. Yeah, you know, just fuels you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I try honey and tea, but it's just um, there's something else too. I forget ginger, what it was. right? I think he put ginger in it or something. Ginger and like um, there's like this special throat coat tea. Um, I forget who makes it. But that's also something I've tried, and like it's been semi-successful. But it's it's just kind of I don't know. It's just it just depends and on the day and how I'm feeling. Um, yeah, vocally, you're probably that's screaming like... <laughs> the correct way too, though. If you're not feeling anything, so you really don't have to manage it yeah. as much. Yeah, I've right, heard yeah. crazy stories about that. Where I think it was the singer of the the Devil Wears Prada. He's like, yeah. Uh, in between, I'll go I'll do days of not talking, where I just walk around. He doesn't say a word. I'm like. Jeez, bro. I was just like, well, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. Maybe he just like, doesn't want to talk to people. He's just masking. Well, yeah, maybe like, that's oh, I'm protecting excuse. my voice. Go away. <laughs> He's like, or you just sign language. I ain't doing it. I was right, like, man, yeah. good thing I'm not a vocalist because I would definitely, I'm, I'm just talking of a shit. I'd just be over. I'd be blowing my voice out first day of tour and I would just go home, I guess. <laughs> I was like, fuck, it's, it's over. And some bands don't do press or, or any media, anything on, uh, you know, interview day, on show days, I should say. Mm hmm. So we're going to break into a nice little segment we call Get to Know the Band, Ascent Like Wolves. So we're going to ask you a couple questions about um, which band member is what. So the first one is, um, who's the band member that needs their alone time the most? Who always wants to be, you know, and it needs their space? I'd say me. Um, it's just how I am. <laughs> Even though I'm <laughs> Even though I'm a vocalist and shit, but like I definitely need I can't be like thrust into the spotlight all day. I need like um a solitary time to kind of think and uh collect my thoughts. So um yeah, hundred percent me. So when they're going out to like a you know, uh after party or something like that, you're just like, No nah, guys, I'll hang back. Yeah, I mean, um it depends, but yeah, usually I'm kinda like either even like just like the the guy who drives the van at the end of the night or some shit like that so you know what i mean like i'll have to like stay away from like um a party or like everyone's like getting fucked up or something so like, i'll be in the corner like doing something else so um yeah i would say definitely me so yeah i'd be like the the designated 
van guy too at the end. Okay. Uh, who's the funny guy on tour? Who's the comedian? Uh, I'd say probably my drummer, Cody. Um, he's a crazy guy. Um, definitely. Yeah. He's definitely a, a jester. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> does he make a lot of jokes? He's just witty or maybe like he does he do pranks? Yeah. He, he, yeah. He's just, he's just a, he's, he's a crazy little dude. That's all I can say, <laughs> man. Like, yeah. He's just um, always, you know, trying to lighten the mood and just, um, my man. I don't know, he's just, he's just a, a funny fucking dude, bro. Even the, way, <laughs> even, even the way he talks, you know what I mean? It's funny. He's like, he kind of sounds like this. <laughs> so the delivery uh, is even better <laughs> yeah yeah i do we me and my brother do a very good that's how he sounds like if he were if he were on this you know right now he'd be like hey man like hey guys nice to be here um, <laughs> that's uh, awesome you gotta have him on <laughs> so, yeah exactly so yeah he's a, he's a he's a funny one is he the life of the party too like just over here is the life of the party without him we can't do anything <laughs> Yeah, yeah he, I don't look yeah, at he, him, but he can hang. Yeah, yeah he can hang. <laughs> he's definitely the life of the party right there. You always gotta be if you're life of the party, you gotta be able to hang, and yeah. like that guy can hang. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. as long as I don't sit down, I just fall asleep. I, I wonder <laughs> if he's the same way. You just gotta keep going until you sit down. You're like fuck, <laughs> just go sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, right. Yeah. Gotta, you gotta <laughs> hit the chair. That's about it. You know? well, speaking of that, who's most likely to be the guy found sleeping? That'd be my brother. Um, definitely Al. Um, <laughs> always asleep, like on tour in the van, always. Um, so, I mean, he, <laughs> no matter where it is, you know what I mean? So, I mean, he does nap. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's on a hundred percent the sleeper um, or passes out while getting too fucked up. Yeah, you know I mean, mm-hmm. he's, just, he's always asleep. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like so crystal clear in my mind, like go straight to him. That's, <laughs> it's just, easily him yeah it's just always <laughs> homie's always asleep so yep that's awesome <laughs> um okay who's the guy who complains the most complains the most um, like kind of negative the pessimist um i mean in the past i mean i don't know, probably our our old guitarist um, but he's not in the band anymore, so I mean, <laughs> probably, probably why, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So I mean, um, but yeah, he, he was a cool dude though. But um, you know, uh, um, yeah, everyone has their like strengths and weaknesses on tour. Um, but uh, yeah, cool. And uh, who's the guy who's always hungry? Who's the guy who only wants to go eat? That's my brother as well. So yeah, he'll he'll always be like scoping out like fucking places to eat or like hungry as shit you know what i mean um so I, I mean part of the fact is like he has like diabetes and shit so um gotcha you know he's a, he always he has to eat <laughs> otherwise blood you know, sugar, right? yeah, yeah exactly or, or he's basically useless so yeah. you know he always has to find some food otherwise you know it's like game over um, Damn. if we have like a show that night so he always has to be like fed with something um so yeah, definitely he's uh, the guy always cruising for like Taco Bell or something like that. Or um, my man, Taco Bell. Yeah, there you go. How, yeah, how hard? Bell, how is that? Uh, how hard is that to deal with on tour? Like well, for him, obviously, or anybody? Is it, is it very? Is it mild like diabetes, or is it like if he just he just gets fucking destroyed if he doesn't like keep up with his blood sugar, basically? Yeah, so he has uh, type one diabetes, so it's like the genetical one where you have to take insulin because your body is unable to produce yeah. it. 
Um, so it's like he needs like that insulin shot or like he dies. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. So, I mean, um, yeah, but that hasn't stopped us from like touring like all over the world and stuff. Man, so. that's gang. That's gangster as hell, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's. Um, I don't know if I could do it like that. I'd be like, I'd be like, well, this is like fucking a lot of pressure here. You know what I mean, you gotta like yeah. make sure you're um, properly like fed and like your sugar's like okay, especially like in the places you'd be on tour and shit where it's like most likely not you know because it's you're just fed like pizza for every fucking show <laughs> yeah right the cheap and <laughs> easy method yeah like the pizza the pizza shows where it's like hey guys you got um you got two drink tickets and like pizza and shit like that's <laughs> thanks pretty much like the payment and it's like it's like it's always like the the, the greasy pies and shit so mm-hmm. yeah it's hard to like uh just maintain like that uh whole like at, um, just attitude of like trying to like stay healthy and just um, you know being successful on tour <laughs> with, the, with like diabetes. Um, I my yeah, it's hard. Uh, my professor had that too, the same type of diabetes, and he always kept like a a draw full of snacks in there. So one time he's like teaching us, he's like, wait, 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 hold on, guys, like I'm feeling a little. So he went and started snacking on stuff, and then he started yeah. feeling better. He's like, he just needs that like sugar rush. I know a lot of people do orange juice as well. Yep, correct. Yeah, so he'll have like um any type of like small candy with him or like somewhere like in the van or something like that, or like on him or in his bag, um, just in case that happens. Um, yeah. yeah. It's always like a good backup to have. Cool. Damn. Well, dude, you guys are crushing it. Jeez. <laughs> I could imagine, man, when people like complain about just being vegan on tour, they're like, yeah, it's hard. I'm like, dude's got fucking diabetes. What are you talking about? bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, Jeez, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's a, it's just like um, yeah, it's not really like a choice that he has. So he yeah, like has that's just, yeah, it's like geez, yeah, I mean, so um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, he's crushed it so far. Half the time, you know, it's a, I like I forget like he has like stuff like that um, to deal with. So um, yeah, he's pulled through like every tour and stuff, and nothing crazy's happened. I mean, awesome. except for like you know when we get like the, like too fucked up um, yeah. and like other places. So I mean. <laughs> Well, but, just speaking yeah. about like eating pizza every night, that's what they give you. It must suck if you have like a gluten allergy or something. You can't eat pizza. It's like, shit, I can't get any of the food. one thing you can't have on tour celiac. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. can't do it. <laughs> I'm just like, oh man, yeah, Tom is gone. <laughs> we don't have um, anyone with like that. So yeah. we're, we're okay with like, you know, eating pizza and then, you know, like shitting our pants a two, couple hours later. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, yeah, we're okay with that. Yeah, it's it's been not a problem. There you go. Oh, man. All right, so breaking into another segment, we have it. We call the random, the three random silly questions. We ask you three random silly questions. You ready for that? Oh uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, this one's really hard for you. All right, get ready for that. Last right. thing you googled. Last thing I googled. <laughs> Let me fucking know. Oh, it's how to spell <laughs> pan- is how to spell pandemonium. Oh, there, <laughs> dude. That's, yeah. That was it. Yeah, that's legit. Yeah. Spell this word because I'm like, I put like the panda. I'm like, there's no fucking way that we're pandas and pandemonium, <laughs> right? So, yeah, that was the last thing I googled. Uh, nothing too crazy. It was just like more. Um, I was just curious about how a word was spelled. 
So I, I feel I feel like half my Google too. Yeah, it's like how, it's how to spell things because I, I used to do that all the time. I used to search words how to spell, right? Yeah, and then type my in the word. Yep. Yeah, but my friend she's like, oh, you know, if you just right click the word, most times it tells you what you wanna what you're trying to spell, right? I was like, what? So if you're trying to spell pandemonium, you right click, it will come up like, oh, do you mean this? And you're like, yeah. And you just, I was like, holy shit, are you kidding me? I've always been opening tabs, looking it up on my phone, like trying to learn how to yeah, spell it. Crazy. I was like, no, uh, well, Chris, oh, I got that wasn't the last thing I Googled. My bad. That was earlier. It was um, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. <laughs> Dude, wait. Yeah, he's Ledger's last movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I don't know why. I, I don't know Jeez. why. I must, I must have been trying to look up a character in that or something like that. But yeah, Dude, I, I never thought, <laughs> I haven't heard that about that movie in so goddamn long. I know now you have. Isn't that crazy? Dude, yeah. I saw Dark Knight. I was like, man, he was so good. And it was like, this is his last move. This is an actual last move. It's like, I gotta fucking say it. And I just like ran around trying to find it. Yep. That's, Dude. that's the last thing I Googled is, I guess, the cast. I don't know why. <laughs> it's, it's in there. I have it. You know, it's proof. What about you, Jess? What do you got? Gonna throw had, to hang, ha, had to hang a post. I got like a frame. I was just like, hey, I was like, because I was like, I was like, I, I suck at finding studs because I'm just an idiot, I guess. And I was just like, wait, you just put anchors, right? I just wanted to like make sure. And then, uh, yeah, obviously, you can see how useful useful I am. <laughs> also, it's bad when you Google. Like speaking of googling words, I don't know, man. Maybe you guys are just really smart, man. I have problems sometimes googling words because it's just like I spell it so bad. Where you're just like, do you mean know. this? It's like, no, this. It's like, dude, you're losing us. It's just like yeah, been there, you're man. supposed to do everything, Google. Yeah, <laughs> definitely been there before, and then I'll just give up and then move on to my next subject or something yeah it's like i failed this one also i'm looking forward to asking this question to somebody else that doesn't use google and uses bing and i hope they have an attitude about it <laughs> last thing you googled you mean binged i don't use google it's like all right yeah, yeah floating above us or even <laughs> yahoo searches man i forgot about yahoo search uh, if they use Attitude. Yahoo Search, they can get off the podcast. They would end right there. <laughs> get out. Oh. Yahoo Search. Oh, man. All right. Question number two. What's your favorite angry song? Uh, like every angry song? Yeah. Like one that makes you punch yeah. dance in the forest by yourself when you're upset. Fuck. That's a tough <laughs> one, man. Just I don't really have any. like too many angry. Oh, maybe um, uh, fucking... Uh... I can't think of it. I'm going to have to look at my playlist here. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Well, just one that always comes to my mind is uh, Under My Skin by Mudvayne, just because how aggressive it is. Like, oh, okay. First, there's like, fuck you. I don't need your shit. I <laughs> see an arrogance. It's just straight off oh, yeah, so yeah. angry. That is how that Mudvayne. begins. Yeah. Fuck. Um, I can't even think of a fucking angry song. I'm like, wow, this is fucking brutal. Um, people say fucking hostile from Pantera. I've seen that. You know what? I'm just going to say Saint Anger by Metallica. I'm <laughs> an angry song. You <laughs> <laughs> heard, heard the tone on that song, the fucking snare? Gets me mad every time. So, I mean, <laughs> when that just... album came out, I was so young. I didn't realize he was trying to do a play on words. Like, you know, when you say, like, I'm madly in love with you, he's trying to do that with, like, I'm madly in anger with you. I had no oh, idea yeah, that. Yeah. I had no idea that was what he's going for. <laughs> I was like, wow, yeah. that's corny as fuck. Yeah, I just realized that right now. But yeah, that's fucking corny. <laughs> uh, 
I just imagine too angry. So I get you, get you hyped up and just angry. It's just like, yeah, the snare drum just pisses. That's amazing. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw that just gets me angry at yeah, life. I'm like, what the pisses fuck? me off. Dude. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck, bro? Like, why? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, speaking of that I, snare, yeah, have you saw the bad. where they put the snare into other songs like Meshuggah's Bleed? They'll take the snare, anger snare and replace it in bleed. So you just hear like ding, like every time Meshuggah does for bleed, it's hysterical. Uh, we call we call those people anarchists. They just want to see the world burn. <laughs> no, I'll say, man. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, I made it as an alarm just to like piss off like my girlfriend before, and it's so funny. She looks like shut that shit off. Can so funny. My fucking hot garbage off, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I don't know whose idea that was for that snare. I don't know if it was like Lars Ulrichs or like Bob Rocks. Or no, something it was Lars. Like yeah. Bob Rocks probably like, like, trust me, bro. Like, we can't do this. Like, just <laughs> overriding him. Like, it's my fucking album, man. Snare's like, Metallica. Fucking morning. And he's like, Look at your check. Know. Whose name is on it? That's right. <laughs> Put the snare like that. <laughs> like, God, I've been like, I've been like, ah, dog, we're making a fucking mistake here, man. <laughs> You, you'd be then you'd be Kirk. You'd be like, "Can we just put solos?" No. Yeah, exactly. please, <laughs> please put solos. It's kind of our thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Question number three: How much sawdust can you put on a Rice Krispie treat before anybody notices? I'm a sawdust. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most random one for last. There we go. I know how to answer that, man? I'd say maybe. Uh... Maybe a few grams or something like that. <laughs> I think okay. we got a te- yeah. I think we got a teaspoon in. I think we get one teaspoon. And just be like, fuck. Well, because it's so like, sticky too. Depending yeah, if it's like a homemade one or the you know the store bought like Kellogg's one, you know, yeah. you can get you could probably get a good amount like in between two. Like you know, it'll fall in. Like I'm saying, a couple grams. And <laughs> that's like. That's like my final answer. If this was like who, who wants to be like, I'd make a couple grams, I'd be like, I wouldn't be phoning a friend or anything. I'd just be like, I just know that shit. Like, imagine phoning a friend a for grams. that. They're like, what's the question? How much sawdust? <laughs> just it, just, it, just, it just hangs up on you immediately. <laughs> like, that didn't help at all. Fuck. Yeah, I would just know that. That's 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 my final answer. So. <laughs> actually you're both wrong actually rice crispy treats are just made out of sawdust so it's actually the whole thing <laughs> it was a trick question Imagine, <laughs> you find out what it's delicious <laughs> who would have thought they are delicious i agree it's oh, disgusting actually like i remember someone like i never had a costco like membership or like bj's but i remember i think i went with you chris you had one at one point and i bought like the 30 pack yeah. like the whatever that big box that was like I just kept just eating them. I was like, dude, no wonder I look as fat as I do today. I was like, dude, it was all <laughs> thanks to the 30 pack of Rice Krispie Treats all back in the day. Well, you could just scarf them down just like popcorn. Like, it's gross. Out. But, um, <laughs> all right, so that was the Random City question segment. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, before we let you go, what's any upcoming plans for a scent like, whoa, is it live stream show, anything like that going on? Um, I don't think so, man, to be honest. I think we're just working on uh probably new material soon to be honest um probably gotta record a couple songs in a couple months um see where we can go from there uh marketing those and kind of uh just staying relevant <laughs> do you think you would drop singles you know because that's like a popular thing to do now is they drop a couple singles and yeah like an definitely <clears throat> yep i think we're probably heading that route like the single route um 
at least for now, because, you know, like once you put out like a fucking album, you're like, man, like this was exhausting, bro. <laughs> like yeah. straight up exhausting. So, um, well, this album you know, was a concept, right? Yeah, yeah, about um, basically your desires and what drives you to them, stuff like that. Um, that's the tagline I say in every show. <laughs> so would you still <laughs> be able to put out singles if you guys did like another concept record or maybe it wouldn't be a concept because you're dropping it as singles or EPs? Mm, no, it's hard to say where we'll go from here, to be honest. I mean, um, maybe we'll have a completely change of heart, just kind of just write um, – based off whatever i know like a lot of our writing um from mystic horrors was based on um just like pop culture uh tv anime um type of things so i mean we always like to incorporate that into our songs um in any way we can so you know maybe we'll continue on the path or maybe we'll just diverge completely into something unknown hard to say yeah it's also the single route's not bad especially because it would be awful if it lasted that long but God forbid COVID just goes on another year and a half or so. It'd suck to finish another album and be like, we're back in the same boat. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I couldn't even imagine like um, releasing two albums like during like the COVID times. It's like, <laughs> Talk to, you, you, can't. Put on- <laughs> you know I mean? You just can't. It's, it's like almost like career suicide. You just, you'd have to wait. <laughs> yeah, it'd be <laughs> you, insane. You yeah. have to. Like, you can't like, you know I mean? Especially bands like, you know, like I know, um, like Moss the Flames released that album in like October or something, and yeah, no one's heard that shit live because it's just <laughs> yeah. Can. So um, you just have to wait. Um, I'm sure they have a whole whole bank of shit already recorded for like the next album. So it's um yeah, it's just a, just a waiting game right now. Um, yeah, yeah, we should want the best though for that. Sucks. Yeah, I can't, dude. If for well, to any bands out there that did that, you wrote somehow two albums or almost released two albums with COVID. I feel <laughs> bad for you. That'd be yeah. terrible. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. It's just very, uh, especially because people's attention spans. It just sucks. Like you know, I don't know. I have it. Like it's just like you just like so much content hits you at one point. You're like Jesus Christ. Like there's two. I don't know. Like I always said, it, it, there there's there's too much good music it's just literally like you can get lost in good music forever it's just like you just go in a rabbit hole where it's like jesus christ man <laughs> it's well, like, kind of like the single route once when, when a band releases a single i'm like all right it's only one song i could check it out and then once you find that or even if it's like a three song ep like it's only three songs but like when a band puts out a new album like all right i'll listen to that when i have time even though i always have time you know what i mean you do have the time you just you always have time yeah i mean it's like yeah, yeah. For like four minutes of a day, you'll be fucking sitting, just like not doing anything. It's like (laughs) the songs, like well, I'll do that later, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, or like you know, I always say on the podcast, uh, you know, I'll get halfway through an album and I'll be like, oh, I gotta do something, and then a year later, I'll finish the album. Like I had this album for a year. Are you kidding me? This is all amazing. I'm like, oh my god. I think I did that to a Born of Osiris album. I had it for like three years, the physical CD, and I finally finished. I was like great i was just like i could have been listening to this, this whole time yeah Fuck. wild yep i have to have that's happened to me before too oh. um where i like i don't realize an album's potential until like years later i'm like fuck why not listen to this album the whole way through like i'm so mad <laughs> yeah it's not even because it's bad it's just literally like just something else happens like oh i gotta go do that or just something it's like oh and then just forget to go back to it because again there's too much also you gotta listen to old music too i don't know about you i love my old music too i'm like i gotta listen to this stuff from 2012 or everything on a playlist (laughs) damn it 
Where is my iPod? Maybe that's my problem. Well, just I to name drop the album again, Mystic Auras came out came out February nineteenth. We are triumphant. Um, is that are you guys still working with uh, We Are Triumphant? You guys still sign with them? I think our deal might be ending. I think that might have been. I think that might have been it. So I mean, um, are you guys yeah, searching? Are you guys going to do the DIY <clears throat> kind of route? Um, we're always searching for labels, man. Always, there's always um something going on in the background um with new stuff so you know we're we're in contact with like a couple right now just to kind of like um reach out and kind of feel out um you know what they're thinking and stuff like that so yeah we're always hunting for you know like someone to like release the stuff and kind of like back it so yeah not ready for that diy kind of just like self-produce self-put out kind of thing (sighs) no (laughs) (laughs) i I really want like because I know, like, the stuff's good. Like, I want someone to, like, you know, like, finally, like, come up and, like, kind of, like, back it. Um, just, um, yeah, yeah I, just, I want that. <laughs> you also have to become a freaking expert at every field ever. It's <laughs> yeah. like when you do DIY. But, you know, yeah. you just got to keep doing, like, uh, your second favorite song off St. Anger, Frantic. You just got to keep on searching, dude. Yeah, I thought. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's a Metallica that too. Yeah, Fred, I was just like, wait a minute, keep take, searching. Take, take, I take. just kept, yeah, I just kept hearing <laughs> in the distance. I was like, is that frantic? God damn it. Damn, well, I know crazy. some bands will do like that. They'll, they'll, you know, put it out themselves and then they'll hire like PR companies and distribution kind of mm-hmm. do like that because it's still less money than, you know, with a label. It, it, I mean, every label contract is different. You know, some people will pay more, owe more kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, I hope you guys find a label or find a home for yourselves or if you stay with We Are Triumphant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's um yeah it's up in the air right now what we do um i guess it just depends on um where the music market's going and i don't know stuff like that <laughs> oh. gotcha, not man. a bad time dude not a bad showing if it's like almost like fight contracts you guys got to score to like a first round knockout in the first 10 seconds with this album so i'm sure whether we are triumphant once you still or any other label glad you know this album's a banger so i'm sure they're going to be going after you guys so thank you thank you and also, it was an honor for, you know, to interview on the thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, if you happen to make so another much. album during COVID, come back. You know, we'll be here. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm always, down to, <laughs> I'm always down to come on a podcast and shit. Like, for this this release, you know, we've done, as a band, like, more than any, like, in our, like, career and shit. Just because, you know, it's a lot of, you can only do, like, stuff, like, virtually and shit right now. Yeah. So I've done, like, a few and, um. You know, for the most part, they've all been like really cool. Well, this is like a really cool one. Um, yeah, dude. It's especially when you got the prolonged. Like, I don't know if I could ever do a ten minute one. Like Chris over here, over whatever side he is on the screen for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Chris over here, he's got the ten minute ones. I'm, I, I talk too much. I'd be fucked. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, you yeah, got five radio. minutes. I'd be like, <laughs> yes. five minutes. That's how I say hello. Five minutes. Okay, yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, radio yeah. is tough. But dude, no. thank you so much, Nick. Man, this is great. And if you ever want to come back, like Jesse said, so be it. Come back. We'll love you here, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, guys. It's All awesome, right. man. Have a great day. All right, you too, guys. Keep it real. And welcome back to the Metal Teddy Bear Experience podcast. Right now, your host Chris. We got Jesse. What's up, dude? What's up? What, what? Every time I die. Wait, what is this? Yeah, if you can't tell, Jesse really likes Every Time I Die. Not only does he have the flag behind him, but he also has a shirt. And if I move my head, you can see Jordan's poster. Now, it says the ghost inside, but Jordan from Every Time I Die 
drew it. So we're every time I die fans on here. I wanted to get that poster so bad. That poster is dope. Yeah, I was really he. Well, first it wasn't available, and then he like added something like color correct. He added something to it, right? He revised it. Then he put it out limited. It was great. And shout out to him as well. He put a Jolly Rancher in there and said, "Have a great day." <laughs> which, which everyone so it was awesome did it melt on my dresser because it was like 90 degrees in my house yeah but possibly thought was nice <laughs> <laughs> was it sticky could you say i got caught in a sticky situation maybe <laughs> yeah i got a, i got a few posters when we went to the boat show i got i think i got i think i have one at least i might have two speaking and of i gotta boat, buy got mastodons buy- right when we went to the show i thought you got them a mastodon one no, I didn't. I got it at the boat. Oh, okay. Because they, they had extras at the boat, and I bought it there. I'm on a boat. And then I think I might have bought the boat one. Oh, no. I got, I got yeah. like, five posters left. Just I still think of this, frames. though. Just think of this. At least right, for, for a while. Like, I would say a while. We're not going to have any more boat shows like that anymore. <laughs> yeah. it's uh, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind coming back to a boat show. Like when everything is free and clear, like it's truly, like it's truly good. Like you know, Texas, you could do. I'm not gonna judge anybody. You know, if it works out, I hope it. I hope. Like honestly, I'm not gonna be like. I know people like want to excommunicate like bands who try to do it and stuff. Not getting political. I'm just personally, what I think is like you know, it the band chooses to do it. I wouldn't do it. People are going to the show. I wouldn't go to the show. Like, you know, like I know New York was rumored to open up. I'm not going to lie. Even you have the my same favorite... mindset as Texas where he says they should make their own choices and own decisions? Sometimes. I, I just, like, personally, if I had if I had say over it, I probably – I would be like, if venues are going to open, you got to do you gotta do reduced. Especially, you know, it's just like – and maybe be genre biased. Like, you can't allow metal shows because people are just going to get drunk and then they're not going to follow the little box seat shit. They're just I not mean... going to do it. Like you have to have metal shows at full capacity because people are just well, maybe even rock shows because people are just gonna. Do you like the band? Me too. Oh, and they're gonna wrap their arms around each other and point at the stage and sing. I don't think that's just regulated to rock and metal shows because we even talked to security guards at like, you know, certain venues and they said like sometimes those like hip hop shows are like the worst. Like we have so many fights yeah. out and stuff like that. Well, yeah, but then but. Then you have they the would, same concept too. Be like, dude, you love this shit. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah, something. but I feel like I I feel like moshing is just such an inherent part and in crowd surfing. Like it is in other places. There's EDM. It's huge. EDM is literally just a gigantic nerve. You take drugs and you just fucking feel everything, and then you do that with a th- couple thousand people. Yeah, and you guys just like leave, and then you had an experience. Good for you. Uh, but like, I don't know. I feel like it's so inherent. Like I, it's like, you know, like the, the stories were like Slayer. They went to Japan. It's just like all seats and like, all right. And then the second they play the first note, they just like literally get up and rush the stage. <laughs> it's just like, what, you know? Yeah. And maybe I could be wrong. I don't know. I just know, like, I'm not gonna, you know, personally, I'm just gonna be like, you know, what are you going to do? I'm just like, if they're going to do it, I hope it works out. I hope magically there's no COVID cases that come for it. That'd be amazing. You know, uh, I know people like buy the COVID test and they take it at the door of like, I know, uh, sir, I've heard places doing that. I know not everyone has the money for it. Maybe you could work it into the ticket if you're going to go through this. Like a rapid test? Yeah, you got to buy your own test or something. You got to like put 10 bucks or 20 bucks to it. They do it at the door. They have the machine. They make you take it. They have a nurse or something. And, you know, can you do that at full capacity? I don't know, but 
if we're going to go through with it, maybe those are something you could think about. Yeah, right now they do the fever checks. I know that. Yeah, which is cool, but you know, let's be you can have COVID and not have a fever, you know. Yeah, that is the thing. Obviously, fat kid in an attic in Jersey is not going to fucking come up with a solution. So, whatever. Uh, God, yeah, hope, but come on, bro. (laughs) I had to look up at a hang of frame, dude. I'm not solving a fucking pandemic. Let's, well, if anyone like skipped to this part and was like, I don't want to listen to the interview with Nick. Ascent like wolves, which we didn't even name job after this. But uh, we were talking about the Texas governor. He said that shows can resume by actually, I don't even know when we're going to be dropping this by next Wednesday. So by the time this comes out, it actually might be um, already open, might maybe close by then too after backfire. But yeah, I mean, again, like it's open, but it doesn't mean bands will play. Like you said, like you know, it's if bands want to play, oh, bands are going to play. There's people like people are going to do it because people already did it. Look at Sturgis. People, you know, thought well, of it depends. You know. too. It depends like what kind of like bands, too. And if they don't care about that PR, like we all know Trapped is going to be playing. <laughs> Trapped, I heard his headlining. Uh, actually, no, no, they're not because the singer's not in the band anymore. Oh, they kicked the singer out? Yeah. Oh, I didn't Did know. You, they don't you remember that? that? Yeah. When he got banned on like I all... thought people quit and then I know he I know he got fired. Uh, sorry. No, nah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he got he he got kicked out. Yeah, I know the trap guy got banned on social media and all that. And one guy I thought was gonna leave. Wow, trap singer first thing comes up racist. Well, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, uh yeah, he got fired. Oh, oh rumors. Oh no, trap didn't fight. Never mind. I'm just spigging fake news, I guess. You're one of them, Jess. Well, anyway, back to our guest. Nick they don't call Holtz. me Jesse Fake News. Uh, I'm not going to say my last name on uh, T. There you go, Jesse T. <laughs> T- <laughs> T-E-A, guys. T. T-E-E. All right, Nick Bolts, awesome guy. Shout out to them. Remember their album is called Mystic Auras. It came out in February. It's all throughout We Are Triumphant Records. I love, dude, I don't know if you notice this or anyone watching right now. We're going to make note of it right now because it was hysterical. Every time I had to say that record, that label i turned my head to read it we are trying to fit and i noticed you did that too oh i always uh it's so funny yeah. so anyway yeah. shout out to it, them get yeah. it on Bandcamp. i know they have a lot of cool vinyls and a special edition stuff right there so i just want to shout out the band and all the packages you can get i know some are sold out but some are still available so check it out on Bandcamp. Best yeah do, do that stuff and uh like i said in the interview uh i know it's kind of my go-to fluff thing like i say to like uh basically flatter people but i don't i'm not trying to flatter people i honestly think that like the first track of that album the after the intro get the album you know if you like dude the first track like i said the rest of the album well, you could keep blow. saying first the, track so do you mean the second track whatever yeah eastern lights the first real song i guess the, not the intro yeah well, eastern pink lights. dawn is 41 seconds you don't like that it's an intro it could be cool, but it's an intro. Oh, yeah. But like Eastern Lights, like literally the rest of the album could be absolute dog shit. That song on it, that's a good album. All the other songs are great too. So it's like literally get the album. Like if you like Eastern Lights, buy the whole album. Buy vinyl, get a t-shirt, get a get a get a V-neck, get a baseball tee. I don't know if they have these things. Get a koozie. <laughs> yeah, just you like can see throw- the t-shirt apparel and digital album Bert uh bundle there. So yeah. You know, do it. You know, it's uh damn like i was saying i couldn't put my i can't put my finger on the influences like i just it brings me back to a certain time back in the past with a modern take like it sounds like that song in the album well that song especially i was like damn the album is 
Well, it's, it's funny. Just, it's, it's kind. Of, it's it's very modern, but it's got like some things that if you liked, like I think early two thousands, like warped, like kind of metalcore. Yeah. If I'm, yeah, like it's like, dude, what the fuck? But then it's modern. It's got all these like, it's awesome. Well, when you say modern too, I think it's funny because when I was listening to this record, I, I kind of got some era vibes and current vibes yeah. and like bring me the horizon like ish vibes and it's funny that they were on this record too so yeah. funny stuff right there and stuff like uh like roots above so below whatever that uh devil wears prod album before the zombie album oh okay that that dude that that sounds like a little bit i was like damn because like some of the clean singing i was like interesting dude and again a modern take though it wasn't like it was copy and pasted from that time because it would probably suck because uh we don't want to hear things that sound like 2010 made in 2020 unless you listen to that emo guy unless you listen to that emo guy that guy's awesome get it give up to matt kurtz kurtz cell kurtz cell kurtz cell but yeah it was an honor to have uh, nick nick on because uh you know like i I'm, i'll be honest i didn't hear this band until we uh got signed up to interview them and i listened to them and not pleasantly surprised but i'm very happy <laughs> like it's great like i've liked basically not basically i liked all the bands we interviewed but man it's cool i get to interview cool people doing things that i love like, i love that they're making good music and i get to appreciate and talk to get to pick their brain but also get to find new bands and good bands and hopefully we're helping you find them and if you're a fan then great if you never heard of them go check them out geez thanks for stopping by too <laughs> No, that's definitely a huge perk of joining radio is just like, yeah, you have your own show, but you're finding out all this new music and then you get to talk to them. So, yeah, definitely yeah. blessed right here. And uh, I just want to shout out Jesse's reaction channel, because not only does he talk to bands, he also reacts to their music yeah. videos or music. The hardest, uh, freshest, most, uh, you know, creative content you can create uh, reaction cha- uh, videos. That's what I do. And uh, actually, I just bought an EAD 10 for my i just set up my acoustic for the first time in a while bought an ead 10 my brother he's giving me his computer his old computer because he bought a new one so i'm gonna be sent up a yeah my boy just uh just uh, set up the boy i'm gonna be sent up a record like not recording thing but yeah basically recording i'm gonna be uh putting definitely putting some covers up so keep a look i know i've said that a bunch but in the motion i already spent about 500 plus dollars so i better be putting covers up if not uh it's gonna be some nice recordings for myself so <laughs> youtube.com slash c slash inside one go check it out and follow the uh the twitter in and in, uh instagram t- instant stream but more importantly follow the boy over here wherever he is on the screen uh <laughs> follow the boy over there man youtube metal teddy bear experience where you're watching this go check it out tell yep. him chris Smash that like button, hit subscribe. Also do a radio show with WNSC, 90.3 FM. Yeah, I do a show with them every Tuesday, 7 to 10 p.m. with my boy Aram. We discuss nice little uh, TV shows. Sometimes we talk about Marvel shows or Star Wars. Right now we're currently on WandaVision because that's the new craze. Uh, I also talk to bands. I also talk to artists like George Lynch. Uh, I talk to Foreigner. I talk to bands like, you know, Between the Bear and Me. So I also do some interviews there, but primarily it's a music show, a lot of new music coming your way. So that's every Tuesday night, 7 to 10 p.m. And I also put the uh, the full like re-records on Mixcloud.com slash MTB experience. So check that out. And guys, again, thank you so much for doing this. And if you're watching on YouTube, we're on all streaming platforms, Spotify, RR Radio, yeah. Stitcher, wherever you can find us, all the major ones we're on. So thank yeah. you guys so much. And
you know, until next time, my friends, Jess, keep it real. Thank <laughs> you.